Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and Dijanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. The race for the White House special coverage on KSL News Radio. Well, it looks like Republicans are trying to set themselves up for a rematch against President Joe Biden because uh, Nikki Haley's home state is South Carolina. She was elected uh, twice there as governor. Uh, just sent a staggering message to her campaign that they want, we want Donald Trump. Yep. That's South Carolinans saying that. That's, that's a quote. <laughs> Haley lost uh, in a landslide. Uh, he Trump got 60% of the vote and Haley got 40%. In part, what makes this such a devastating loss for Haley, number one, like this is where she grew up. Mm-hmm. Right, I I'd like to think that if I ran for president, I'd win Kaysville. Like <laughs> you know, you'd think a little loyalty would lie. Like you know what, he's one of our guys. We're gonna back him, even if we don't vote. Yeah. So yeah, she lost her home state. She grew up in Bamberg, South Carolina. Mm. So again, what makes this devastating is losing your home state. But she's also not getting anything from Donald Trump. She keeps trying to engage him, trying to get him to, to debate her. Mm. But he is basically ignoring her at every turn. Here's ABC News. He is laser focused on this general election. He mentioned President Biden multiple times. The former president did not mention Nikki Haley. I mean, it shows you really where his perspective is at this point after she lost to him in both Iowa and New Hampshire. It's dismissive, and it's effective, and it has been effective. Trump hasn't in- debated once, and his popularity keeps growing. He just He's ignores. Not right to be president, I know it very well. Wrong, the wrong thought process, the wrong policy. And honestly, she's not tough enough. She's not tough enough. Well, there he just addressed her. Yeah, you'll get a little one-liner here and there, but it, but you know that was a, a few weeks ago, but. After he won South Carolina, it was obvious. He just, he wouldn't even mention her. He was talking about Biden the whole time. She's been getting harsher, though, of a criticism of Donald Trump. Yes. You know, specifically uh, when he said that blacks have embraced his mugshot more than anyone else. I I heard this over there and just thought, what? Stop talking. Just stop talking. Uh, he said because they could sympathize with his indictments. It's just it was just a horrible statement. It was I just felt embarrassed for the man standing up there saying these things. Uh, let's listen. It's disgusting, but that's what happens when he goes off the teleprompter. That's yep. the chaos that comes with Donald Trump. That's the offensiveness that's going to happen every day between now and the general election, which is why I continue to say Donald Trump cannot win a general election. And that. When we look at the polls, has has proven out to be the case uh, on some level. It's closer. It's closer than it should be. Because if you do a head-to-head Trump versus Biden, every poll says no Americans want this. They don't want it to happen. 
But if it were to happen, Trump does have a small lead on Biden right now. But if you do head-to-head Biden versus Nikki Haley, she beats Biden by over 10 points. Yeah, she crushes him. Crushes him Mm -hmm. in the general election. And that is what Nikki Haley is trying to tell voters right now. It's like, if you want the White House, if the Republicans want the White House, you better shake up the plan. It's, It's possible... For Trump to win the White House is the message from Haley. It's guaranteed if it's me. So do you want the possibility that Joe Biden will still be your president for another four years? Or do you want the guarantee that it's me, Nikki Haley? Now, South Carolina had this open primary, and that meant that Democrats and independents could vote uh, in the primary. And in fact, very few Democrats and independents voted in the Democratic primary. I think it was uh, Boyd mentioned this to us last week. It was just 4%. So essentially, the entire state of South Carolina was at the polls on Saturday. <laughs> you know, traditionally a non-work day. So plenty of time to go to the polls on a Saturday um, or get their, their ballots in. Um, they could either vote for Trump or for Haley. And this is where her loss has a silver lining. 300,000 people in South Carolina voted for her. Now, Trump won by 20 points, but Trump only got 450,000. Among independents, it was actually Haley by 25 points. So it's one thing to win in the Republican primary. It's another to start to look to a general election when you need to attract independent voters. That's Trump's problem right now. And this is, I think, a telling question. 60% of the voters in South Carolina in the Republican primary said Trump would still be fit to be president if he's convicted of a crime. But that's 36% who say that he wouldn't be fit. So think about that. That's more than a third of voters, not just independents. Those are some core Republicans who say Trump would not be fit to serve if he is convicted, a very real possibility, before November. So Haley has clear crossover appeal. And maybe it was a protest vote against Trump in, in this primary that they're just voting for Haley, that they would have no no real uh, inclination in a general election to vote for Haley. Maybe that is just a kind of smoke and mirrors where Democrats and independents just wanted to say anyone but Trump. But that being said, again, it, it looks like Haley has far more crossover appeal than Trump. Do we know um, how the Republican vote split between Trump and Haley in South Carolina? Let's let's look into that because we're going to keep talking about this. Like how the Republican, if we have that data, I'd like to know. Because when I first see these numbers, when uh, Nikki Haley gets 40 percent of the vote in South Carolina and then Trump gets 60 percent, I don't know how many of those 40 uh, percent were Democrats and independents that went to Haley or went for Trump. We do know that only 4 percent of Democrats and independents um, voted in their primary, in the in the Democratic primary. But we don't know how those numbers really shook out because I'm feeling like the Republican Party is split. There's a lot of Republicans out there who don't want to have anything to do with President Trump at all. They uh, former President Trump. They 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 are they are now you said they're never well, Trumpers. Yeah, they're never Trumpers. They don't want to back. They recognize that he's uh, in over his head financially now with all of these fines that the you know court is looking at even seizing his assets, and they recognize that he is facing uh, multiple counts involving election uh, fraud issues, uh, and he's preoccupied 
with his legal battles. And they may get, they're probably going to get worse before they get better. And they, you know, so I think in my view, when I'm looking at this 60-40 split uh, in the primary from South Carolina, I got to know what percentage of, of, of Republicans went with, with Haley and what percentage of Republicans went with Trump. A lot of Republicans feel that all the things you listed, the financial problems, the being sued, uh, being under indictment, all of these things are because he is running for president. They're trying to keep him out of it in any way they can. Uh, a lot of Republicans mm-hmm. feel that way. They feel like he's being targeted specifically, not because uh, this is just an execution of justice, but because they're trying to get rid of Donald Trump. Uh, well, come on, though. I mean, this fraud that's been going on in with his uh, business in New York was planted many, many years ago. And the prosecution played that out in court and explained it all. So now what? They're coming in at, oh, poor Donald. He's the victim. Well, it was one single judge. This was a judge ruling. This That's was a bench ruling. That's what they ruling. decided to do, though. Yeah. That's what his team decided to do, is uh, not have a jury trial. And they decided to go with the... You know, with the with the judge, and that's what they that's how it played out. Uh, and he now owes over three hundred fifty five million dollars in that case alone. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about this with Boyd Matheson in the eleven o'clock hour as well. We also know Nikki Haley is planning a trip uh, for this week to Utah Valley University. Uh, we're going to talk to um, uh, Ali Isom, who has been in Haley's camp from from almost the beginning. So she's going to call the show, um, former Senate uh, candidate for Utah. Ali Eisen will be calling the show in the 11 o'clock hour as well. Uh, next, interest rates creeping up. Uh, I thought they were going to flatten out, but they are creeping up again. And in fact, um, new home builders are offering some really good incentives right now for you to get into one of their homes. Volatility and interest rates where they go from 6.5% to 7.5% in one month, that really prices people out. 